Hello and welcome to the morning meeting. Building jam. Maddie is at his apartment. Yeah. And I'm at my house in my basement and it's Friday. And we did one yesterday where we kind of had like the setup topics and all that. So I think we're doing a lot of questions from the chat today. So I have my phone out. I'll open the chat. It's the morning meeting. Um, do you know that? I think my cousin lives in the same building as you. Really? Has my uh, Luke ever told you that? Oh, yes. Yeah, when Luke came here, uh, your mom texted him based on his location and asked if he was visiting your cousin. So, yes, I did know that. Do you think you ever crossed paths with him? I feel like I've seen everybody in the elevator at this point. It's not that big of a building. So I was going to text Probably. you. I was going to show you a picture on the screen, but then I thought maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he doesn't want that. Oh, I'm texting it to you. And then you tell me if you've ever seen it before. Um, Sam's sister, one employee of the month or of the week. And that's another thing where I'm like, oh, shit. Now her face is going to be on. This episode of Weekly mm. Dumb, does she want that? But Sam said that she was very excited by it. So that's good news. So I don't specifically know. remember seeing this guy, but I'll keep an eye out. Okay. Well, that's my cousin. If you see him, now you know. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. I went to a Broadway show last night because... Emily is very hooked on that at the moment. What and show? Funny Girl. And it was a funny, good show. So that was good. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Uh, the, funny lead, girl. the lead is normally Leah Michelle or Lee Michelle. She was in Glee. Uh, but it was her off night. So we we knew this going in, but we saw the the backup and the backup was incredible. So good for her. Other funny girl. Are you rooting for the lead to like kind of get dropped now? No, nah, the lead can keep doing funny girl. Get a, get the backup into like Hamilton or something. Wow. Get a promotion. Katie and I saw a show once and when we were, when we were living in Manhattan and the end scene was uh, the third act actually was kind of like bad but it was bloody it's a lot of fake blood involved and um the girl did it and like she like she gave herself a smorshin with a coat hanger in this third act and then she like took all the blood and rubbed it all over her face and shit and it was like oh my god and then um we took the the one home back up to our apartment and she was on the the lead actress was just sitting next to me on the train and it was fake blood still all over her like oh hands. Oh my god. And she was just playing like an iPhone game, like shit yeah. in the bubbles. And I was, I was like, whoa. Right. Why don't you clean all that fake blood off? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's wanted to get home, I guess. Because we left funny. pretty early. Not early, like you know, the show ended. We went on the first train. Yeah, she wanted she wanted to get out too. It was wild. Um I'm so tired. I can't be untired. I've been feeling it since uh, the weekend. Just tired. Well, I think the warehouse does it to us, right? Yeah. And then everyone's like trying to snap out of it. But I've been getting good sleep. I'm just so tired. It's crazy. It's pissing me off. Did you hear about Edwin Diaz? Uh, yes, I did hear about Edwin Diaz. Big news. Assuming that you're just talking that he's injured and not anything else. Yeah, he got injured in the World Baseball Classic. Right. Not good. Not good at all. What What else is going on? Oh, I'll open the chat. We got to get the chat some questions here because James is crying upstairs. Did the Challenger Series opponents mesh well with you guys? Yeah, it was fun. It was a silly time. 
Yeah. You know, it's a much different vibe than the games with Nikki and Jack and Zoe versus Como. <laughs> yeah, different vibe. I don't know if the intensity ever got up to a peak intensity, but I think they had fun and it was good. I don't know. Hosting people is weird because I feel like I never know what they expect out of us. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good entertainer, Jake is. But I thought we had fun. Um, Brad H seven hundred nine says really cool having Trevor on the other day. Will you have more guests on on morning? We can. It's we record really early. Like it's five twenty for Trev. But yeah, I mean we can try to plan whenever Nikki's in the office. Naturally, I like having him on. We can uh, seem to do well. People enjoyed it and like clicked and listened. So yeah, yeah. I think I think we definitely should try in the future to have guests, even just like internal ones. Yep. Yeah. Who do you think should be our next guest? Mm. I don't know. Gary V. Well, he might ruin our PG-13 rating. Oh, yeah. In that case, Kenobio. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Asante says, what are some must-sees in New York? Uh, Statue of Liberty. Uh, I also assume he's talking about plays. Niagara Falls. Yep. But the New York side kind of sucks. Got to go Canada side. Got to go to the Canada side. So that's not a must see in New York. Uh, New York City. Nothing. Just like the whole city, I think. Like the whole web of the city, the fact that there's an island that big that's just all a cement grid is unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I half think that he was referring about Broadway. What are some must sees? Oh, I like Hamilton the most. Okay, um, and then. Um, uh, come from away. I really liked. I don't know if that's still going. Okay, I hear that. Uh, Michael Jackson is really good. I haven't seen it myself. Passed away, uh, twenty eleven. Castaway, with Tom Hanks. That would be a bit of a one man show. Right. <laughs> that saw, that would be I saw, something. I saw Billy Joel's one man show. Or no, it wasn't a one man show. It was moving out. We used to see a lot of Broadway shows, and then uh, my my mom let my dad and I choose one one year, and we we really enjoyed it. But my mom and sisters did not enjoy it, and they said that's the last time we're letting you guys pick. And we said, <laughs> "Well, how do you think we feel every year?" Right. And then they kind of realized what they do to us, and that was the end of like, uh, "We're going to see one show a year in the city." Because they got dragged to one. They didn't get to choose once. Right. It was about Lombardi. The dad oh. from the Wonder Years played uh, Lombardi. And right. me and my dad and my uh, brother-in-law, Brett, were like kind of riveted. Like, really liked it. Yeah. And they were like, this is so boring. And it was like, well, that's usually, you know, the last 10 years has been the the other way. Yeah, exactly. And, and I do think that's the last time the full family went, like, let's all see what. That's funny. Um. Uh, T Nerb says, "What is your favorite band? Your favorite band, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's not a book and a TV show. Oh wow! Not a f- real band, though. Emily finished reading that book on the train ride to the show last night. That's wild that you said that." Katie finished reading the listening to the audiobook last week and then she tried to start the show, which is always a terrible move. You can't like is is Emily going to try and watch the show now cuz you can't finish the book and then start the show the next day and expect mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Your brain is in the book version. You almost right. need to let it last like 2 years until you only remember the general feeling of the book. 
mm-hmm. and like the overarching details. So when they get the little ones, not wrong, or they change the little ones, you're not annoyed. So Katie's like, they're changing everything. Yeah, yeah. That's what people say about Harry Potter. Uh, favorite band? Never heard of it. Uh, I don't What's think I band? listen to bands. I can tell you my favorite artist. Okay, it's your favorite artist. Drake. Even though he's retiring? Yeah, he's been retiring for a while, I think. Okay. I have a lot of favorite bands. So I don't know how I have a lot of favorite bands. I like music. You guys were listening to Talahina Sky before we started this by Kings of Leon. At one point, I would say they were my favorite band for sure. I like the Avett Brothers a lot. I like Phoebe Bridgers. She's not a band, though. I like uh, Jason Isbell. Bruce Springsteen probably lands on my list. Well, if you're doing like classic, like, you know, full catalog, older bands, it would be John Prine or Bruce Springsteen. That I'll just put on and like let it go on shuffle and random. My uh, close friend from Villanova, his uncle is uh, part of Bruce Springsteen's band. What does he play? Mm, guitar, Nils Lofgren. Should I look it up? House of a Thousand Guitars. That's a song. Is a Nils Lofgren is a virtuoso rock guitarist. Yeah, virtuoso. That's cool. All right, let's go back to the chat. Back We're to over the chat. Bands. Sorry, Nils. Maddie, are you side hustling Phil's polls, or is there a bizarro editor doing Maddie Mass edits? I am still doing those. Less frequently than 2020, but still doing them. So you're side hustling Phil's polls. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wake up early. Sometimes I edit them very late, but one of the two, yes. All right. That would be weird for somebody to edit the same as me. Like, the way you edit those? Yeah, I mean, I started that channel and like the way those were edited so yeah the word bizarro is accurate that would be interesting to see it's not hard editing it's very easy but to just see somebody do the same exact thing would be interesting you have a style i think so for those it's different than every other video i edit but yeah apasani that can't be how it's pronounced Said, when do you think there will be a website or something to look to see what events are scheduled and when they happen? Also, there's a place where we can send suggestions and or questions. Man, a website, something I've talked about that on here. I, I want mm-hmm. a website really bad. They're very expensive to get made because I don't want a shitty website. And they're very expensive to get made. And then they're very not expensive, but then you have to have someone hired to like upkeep it and keep it going in a, an editor or publisher or something. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just kind of a bigger lift. That's like we would need a project manager to come like oversee. And I just don't know if it's. There's always been a moment of like, is that the right investment right now? Not the right investment. I I think we need to get our own website very quick. Um, but I want to do it right. But I don't know when that's going to happen or not happen. But yeah, I want. I want you to be able to go like the newest videos this week, blah, 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 blah. What upcoming events, especially when we start doing more events where like there's tickets and yeah. stuff. We need our own page. Um, I think it's a good goal by like mid 2023 in the ideal world, but end of 2023. Yeah, I think so. We just, the season kind of comes and, and, stalls a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. uh, until we get a bigger staff able to like really like handle it right because it's just an investment that no one can wrap their head around right now because you gotta make it and then upkeep it yeah so so no good answer there wish i had one because i do want one 
I think we just changed our did the merch website officially change? Mm. Shop. Uh doesn't look like it yet. Oh, well that's changing soon. Um <clears throat> do you have a list of the amp shows anywhere or who to follow? I did answer that one in the chat. We nice. The morning page follows all of our other amp shows. So go look at that. Who was the most unexpected person to reach out to you yesterday? Congratulate you on the Boone deal. Well, I don't know. Unexpected? I don't know if I have an answer to that. I'm going to look at my text. Um, Bobby Skinner. Nice of him. Um, Curry. We chat sometimes. Dan from Stuffed Grass-Fed Burgers. Oh, that's nice. But we also, you know, chat sometimes. Fuzzy. That was a good one. Yeah. Still get free fries at Stuffed Grass-Fed Burgers. Say, John Boy gets get free fries. You know, I live like really close to there now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. I live like in delivery range. Okay. Keep going on the chat. You should listen to Watch House, Jimmy. They're my favorite folky band. Watch House. What was their old name? They just changed their name from. Um, what was their old name? Mandolin Orange. Yeah. They were mandolin orange on their watch house. I listen to them sometimes. I don't really go out. I muted myself. I don't go out of my way to find them, but I do listen to them. But I remember when that watch house came, I was like, this sounds like a band I've already known. And then I Googled it and it was mandolin orange. How are the brackets after day one? How's your bracket doing, Maddie? Mm, I got nine correct yesterday, which is pretty bad. Um, yeah, pretty bad. But I have one of the higher possible remaining points that i've seen so i'm in it for the long game um seven of the eight elite eight teams are still left and at the end of the day just get those right and you're good if you get six elite eight teams right you're normally up there at the top so yeah i'm playing the long game um my best ever was 2011 i went Wait. 20 my best ever was 2011. Okay. How That's many did you get right in right? the first round? Is that when UConn run? Uh, I don't or was remember. was that 2010? I think 2010. Uh, no, 2011. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how many got right in the first round. I just remember I was in the top 1% of brackets. Oh, and I, nice. had the, I had the Elite Eight Final Four Championship winner correct. Damn, that's awesome. And I don't, I, I haven't filled out a bracket really since. <laughs> I don't remember. There's just no way I'm going to do better than that. It's, right. It's a max. Why would I just keep continuing to do worse than my best? You know, if we can bind our brackets then, because I don't remember exactly how, how much I did down the line, but I started the first 32 games, the first round, I went 28 and four, which was great. Now I struggle to get past six games and have less than four wrong, let alone the whole thing. I wonder if I have like that bracket anywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, so I think I do have it right. Maybe I got it wrong. Looks like it was 2012. Was your best year? Um, I was in the top 99.9% .9 of brackets. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that would that's even better than what I said. Yeah. I have a tweet where I'm in the top 99.9% percentile in ESPN brackets, smartest man alive. So is when Kentucky won. Right. If anybody's interested, Jeremy is winning the in-office bracket right now. Jeremy got 
14 correct yesterday of 16. So he is currently in first place. Nice. So, yeah, I don't, I'm just kind of over brackets because I just crushed it that one year. Yeah, I don't blame you. Will you be doing another mini golf tournament? Not in the warehouse, like not where we're going to build. The warehouse is a little bit almost getting to set it and forget it place right now, which is very nice for us. There's so much work going into Blitzball Battle 3 and so much prep and all that, that now we have ball and play league coming up. We're going to do floor ball, some challenger series in between. Um, Blitzball again in September. But for ball and play league, it's just moving some cameras around. We played yesterday. A good amount. Me and Jolly at Jake and Panic did a little bit, but then Jolly was there and I wanted him to get it. Like I want everyone that's local to get the gameplay and the strategy of it before we invite all the newcomers that are going to be like, what is this? What is this? So I can have other people help explain it. And it started to click for Jolly halfway through. Oh, and nice. then like, like, so everyone got three overs to hit. And it was me, Ronnie, John, and Jolly. Nice. So it was like one hitter. We like we like simulated the the other uh, runner, and one of the defenders. Like ah, he would have been out. Oh no, you would have been out. Yeah, but like stuff like that. And mm -hmm. Jolly went first, and he thought he was doing really really well, and he kind of was. But I was like, you're being a little reckless because as soon as you get three outs, you're done. Mm. And then he didn't click with him at all. Mm -hmm. and and then he ended after three overs which is 18 or actually he didn't face the full three overs which is 18 pitches so how many runs can you score off 18 pitches because he got out on like shit like the 10th pitch mm -hmm. yeah i think he got out on the 10th pitch so there was there was um eight pitches left that he could have scored runs off that he didn't he put up 30 runs, so, like, it's a crazy rate, but you could have put up more. So then he saw me go, and I was, and I was like, no, you want to save all your outs and be, like, kind of careful at the beginning. Yeah. Because then when you get your last six pitches, you swing for the fences because if you get out, it's right, you got two more. And I put up 40 runs, and he was like, oh, I, I want to go again. I want to go again. I get it. I want to go again. <laughs> nice. Makes sense. I was like, I was like, yeah, because he, he hit a home run. I was like, that's risky. And he was like, why? I was like, because there's no risk of being caught out if you hit it on the ground and you can still get a lot of points. Yeah. Like you hit a home run. That's good. But so there's it's a lot of strategy, not just like. Throw ball hard, hit ball hard. You. Win. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was I was happy that he was like picking it up and we're going to do that more. But anyway, um, we're not going to do mini golf because we don't want to do the, all the, the work of building the set and all that, but we are going to do some other stuff in the warehouse. And we're a little bit at a, like the hardest work for the warehouse for the year is done. I believe. Yeah, definitely. I, you'd hope. Yeah. Um, I just got a text from a number. I don't know. You think this is going to be exciting? No. All right. I'll check it later. I hate reading texts and then, Forgetting that I read them and having to go back. You know what I got today, Manny? I got the first draft of Blitzball Battle 3 Game 1. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think yesterday we said that we'd hope that they'd be uh, done yesterday. So that's nice. They exported a 720. I was like, just do it in 720, like small version yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take forever to download. They're having a session at 11. So I got to watch it and give my notes on it before 11. Oh, nice. It looks so good. That's cool. Like if we were, if this was 2003, maybe the tech wouldn't have allowed us to do that. But anyway, um, my I guess my point is this would get picked up by a network. Yeah. If that was our goal. Like when, like I always say, slam ball got picked up. If this was like the pilot season that we like sent around networks in Hollywood, like, hey, here's our reality sports they would get picked up right because this is so professional looking yep except my goatee looks stupid <laughs> it looks too real 
Yeah, it's like half of a joke. Like Jake's looks so bad that it's a joke. And mine doesn't look so bad that it's a joke. You know? Yeah. And that's a bummer. Any other questions in the chat? Yeah, do you want me to read some? Yeah, if you got some. All right. Uh, one sec. So somebody said any word on continuing amp shows, particularly this one. I don't think so yet, right? No, I don't think so. No update yet. Uh, update on Girls & Co. Uh, they got that YouTube channel back verbally. Uh, now it's a matter of actually obtaining it back, and then they will start uh, using YouTube's editor to fix the issues with the show, and then that will hopefully get back up and running soon. That was funny. They thought they got, like, hijacked? Yeah, YouTube thinks that the girls' room was hijacked, hence why they're giving the channel back. They're still going on AMP, right? Yep, still going on AMP once a week, so you could always listen there, too. But all of all of their AMP recordings will be uploaded to YouTube once they get the channel back, I think. Um, how do you guys balance putting effort towards low overhead selling shows like Talking Yanks and Talking Baseball? versus bigger productions and potentially higher ceiling content like warehouse games. How do we balance it? Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to understand the question. Um, I think the question is like, how like talking Yanks and talking baseball like lift wise is not that challenging for you guys. Like you can go in like with the notes on a zoom call and yeah. you're like the views will perform well and it makes it worth it from a sales perspective. How do we balance that with warehouse games where like that's higher cost to produce like, and is more of an investment towards the future because of its higher ceiling. Yeah, I guess the balance is easy. I mean, I, they're kind of answering it, like, in their question. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that is how it, that is, that's what it is. Um, yeah. If we just did talking Yanks, it'd be a, you know, a hobby. If we just did talking baseball, that's a three-person show with producer, sales team, it, it's, it'd be a side job for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you have to have other stuff that is um, open to a bigger audience, open to bigger licensing deals. We own all the IP for, so if it gets bigger, we fully own it. Um, like, there's a limit. There's, there's like, um, you can't, just do one podcast to make a ton of money in a way. You know what I mean? Like you have to be in the top 1% of shows. Yeah. Like everyone thinks of the top Rogan or um, Car Daddy. Well, those are all that got benefited from the Spotify ideal, which Spotify now is not even following through. Like you got to catch those companies while they're putting the money down to invest because they all got great deals. Mm -hmm. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, that's why, like, when people are always like, and people always still continuously will be like, hey, do you need a jet show? And Jake and I always say that. And we always use the Jets as our example. Cause for some reason, that is the team. Maybe the uh, New York Rangers, where we just get like, hey, I can do a Jets show for you. It's like, if, if you're not already doing a Jets show that does really well and has a big audience mm -hmm. and, this is what you would need to be doing a jet show where you cover the jets 
and you have signs of a growing audience. And that's going to be your like home base. And then. But you want to join something that's bigger. You want to do other shows on the network. You want to do collaborations. You want to be part of warehouse games or you want to do what Jolly's doing and like make up like one-off games that are uh, going to land on our channels. And, and then that's it. Like no interest in having someone do just a team show. Cause to be quite frank, like there's probably five teams in the four American sports that are big enough to have a very like a profitable show. Like how many baseball teams? Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, Astros. Astros. Yeah, the biggest markets, right? Probably five to ten. Or like you be able 10, to like five. Yeah. Chicago, football, maybe. Football, football is a different animal. The other sorts, it's, it's tough, and it's a grind. Like, I don't think people realize that. I don't think people fully understand what a grind it is to cover a baseball team <laughs> the way we yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Not really complaining about it, but don't tell me you can just do it. Like the early days of talking Yanks when. I was like resilient and like we're not missing an episode and we still don't miss episodes and we still like are on it as much as we can. But yeah, you can't, it's, it's we're on year six or seven now. It's a grind, man. It's, you got to watch the games. You got, you got to be active. The team stinks. You have to show up and talk even, and then try not to be a whiny bitch. But I was pretty bad at that last year. So Whenever someone's like, oh, I want to do, like, I can cover this baseball team for you. I'm like, go do it for two years mm-hmm. by yourself and see if you can get an audience because you're not going to join John Boy Media and then boom, you have our audience. That's not how it works. Mm-mm. Like you got to bring some of your own and then, and then grow more like that. You're with us of new people. You know, what does it help us if you join us? And you just don't bring audience or gain an, new, any new audience. You just have our existing audience. Well, I, we could do that. Yep. So I forget the question, but that's the balance. Like, there's not in other arenas. Like, I guess my final answer: the balance is in other arenas, like in one-off videos, in series, in multi-personality collabs. I'm much more happy to invest in those in like short form seasons or series and understand that we can learn in it. We can win in it. We can try new avenues of content than to be like, um, what's that podcast network that just, they just started a show for every team. Oh, locked on. Yeah. Locked on sports. And they had like locked on Rangers, locked on Cubs, locked on. And, but like the voice consistency was not there. Like they yeah. didn't have like a brand voice because some people were angry fans, other people were happy fans, like R rated, PG rated. Like it would. So, you know, some investors earlier were like, "Are you going to do that?" And I was like, "No, I don't think that. I think that's just so much overhead and so much production for mm-hmm. like almost guaranteed that you're going to have ten misses, and then you don't really have control over the the company voice." So. I would much rather invest in big, big company outings, collaborations. I want everyone to have kind of their home base. Like Jolly has his own videos. He has Shea Station. Kenobio has Inside Boxing Live. You know, we have those arenas. But you have to want to do the other stuff too. Yes. And create more. Jake and I, what's our output report? Jake and I uh, last two weeks had... 40 videos published. Yep. 40 videos per week from you guys. I mean, no one is close to touching us in output. Mm -mm. And some people that follow us realize that. And then I, 
you could be like, oh, that's too much. It's like, well, that's how you grow things. Mm-hmm. That's how you like kind of try to find new people. So you just got to go. Um. Okay, that was a long answer to. A, I don't even know if I answered it, but uh, a lot of comments in here. Most recent being unbelievably invested in NHL hits. Oh three. Somebody asked, or somebody said, Gaga's have been playing out of their mind recently. Somebody else said, Is there going to be merch with the new Gaga's logo? No one's watching that. So I mean. I love that they're invested and they like it and the people that watch it like it, but the numbers don't justify. I enjoy doing it. I like doing it with Joe's because it's a different like avenue and it's fun, but at, at some point, push is going to come to shove. And if the numbers don't like spike up, I, we have to, we have to like wind that down. And Joe's is starting like a football one with someone else and some other games with other people. But as we get nearer the season and I got to focus on videos that, bring in revenue for the company yeah and and get off other stuff like i i thought it would have a better chance but yeah those numbers aren't like promising Mm -hmm. it's averaging not a lot right yeah like four thousand yeah and we're pretty deep into it yeah I think it's like 20 episodes in. So. Sorry to answer your question with bad news, but I'm not sure how much longer the cockas are going for. (laughs) I want Uh, it to last like there's shit. There's content that I love doing and I want to work, but it's almost like bad leadership. If I just keep doing shows that don't work. Yeah. And and don't show people that. uh, It's okay. We need it's okay to try things, but when they're not getting into revenue situation, then like it's it's not even revenue. It's like people aren't watching it. Yeah. You're not we're not the audience is letting us know. Yeah. Like the return viewers aren't there. You're not growing, you're losing viewers every episode. It's awesome. I love it. So if you if you want people to keep it going, I guess try to share it and get other people on the bandwagon. Gaga's uh, bandwagon. That's fine. Yeah. They're all called the bandwagon. Not enough people on the bandwagon. <laughs> but Fayal yeah, said rumors are the Gaga's are going up for sale. Well, who knows? Where is the Gaga stuff on John Boy and Jake TV? Yeah. Um, somebody said that they thought the big announcement was going to be Nick Swisher's joining Talking Yanks as the third host because of his interview in spring. Wow, that would be exhausting. <laughs> Love Swisher. Imagine if Swisher joined Talking Baseball. Mm. the most positive show ever yeah i'm officially in april not going to be on the recaps for talking baseball do you know that maddie i uh, and yes and no that was a terrible answer i don't know if trev knows trev knows half of it yeah for april um friday episodes i won't be on but for april i'm not going to be on the monday either to try and start the season off doing many breakdowns as I can, as many helping other people with their content as I can, um, starting the season off right. So that's really like Q2 is Q1 for us with the baseball season. Mm-hmm. So Jake and I just kind of talked about that. If I could get my Mondays and Fridays to work on breakdown videos and get organized, that's what I'm going to do. So after April, we'll see how, how it's going. Um, somebody said, I noticed YouTube has a massive wrestling following, maybe a series playing their new game. I think that's, that's like the, the tough part about YouTube is I I think that everything has some kind of respectable following. It's just a matter of being able to enter in 
every every space on YouTube is highly competitive. So it's a matter of being able to enter into that space properly. Yeah, I mean, gaming is the biggest thing in the world, and we can't enter that. So, yes, yeah, and you kind of have to play like the newest games and be on the trends, which we're not doing, right? Like, I'm not. We've tried that. Yeah, I mean, I'm also not gamers. Like, I don't think I'm gonna be entering that world, but I do like the the old school gaming with Joe's and the making up the storylines and the lore. Like, I think it's really funny and good. The comments are. amazing on the gaga stuff like people yeah. are like deep into the lore of the players and shit i was reading them i tweeted out it makes me it makes me laugh but i thought i was gonna do more yeah um and, and i mean ironically we were when jam gaming was going daily videos there were the ones that were like the new game that just came out. And ironically, those were the ones that didn't perform as well as our other videos. So yeah, gaming's a tough one to tackle. Yeah. Well, that's why sometimes like you go into going into the unsaturated markets mm-hmm. can be easier. Like yeah. when we started doing baseball content in 2017, no one else was really doing it. Like MLB mm-hmm. was like not allowing it to happen. So it's not not that that was um, the Yankees media is as saturated as it gets, but like baseball on whole was kind of empty. But like, yeah, um, football right now, like everyone already has a football show. It's tough. Like we're trying yeah. to jam football is trying to go in there, but you got to break in. But like, you know, American cricket audience, I, I'm getting views there. Not only views, like getting like invites from teams sponsorships from teams and help from teams um last year i did a bunch of lacrosse videos for the national lacrosse league um or the pll and we do those videos and then they reach out and they want to work with us so it's like the um, my brain how i personally i try to find uh non-saturated markets and try to enter them in, a, in like a respectable and fun way you need people to do the other to get into football get into gaming but i it's such a harder battle yeah yeah somebody just said with gaming you may have to bring in somebody established yeah, and then it costs a lot of money, and then you don't ever make any money. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, the, the tough part with gaming is just the the episode lengths are so short, so it's tougher to sell on them unless they're getting insane views. Um, Jimmy, ever think about doing a premiere or editing masterclass? Not literally a masterclass, but would love to learn behind the scenes editing tricks. You made one video, right? I've done them from time to time. Like I was live on Instagram once when I edited a breakdown. Mm -hmm. I think I have two videos where it's like editing a breakdown process has gotten more evolved and like more going on. Um, I mean, I do them in the office, but I, I don't know if I'm the best teacher. I go really fast. Yeah. Um, I have to really slow things down. I could do certain like tricks and tips and tricks and stuff. That would be something that would probably blow people's minds. And it's like editors that we've had come in, you know, how do I phrase this? Cause we've had a lot that like have done it that have worked with me like you know prize man and the warehouse crew and i'm gonna send them edits today and uh it may seem like nitpicky but it it really to me matters like i edit with a fine tooth comb is that the saying Mm -hmm. um the breakdowns are like every single frame is curated Yep. And the, and then the goal is to make it so nobody would ever know that this isn't what the broadcast showed, but the, but I 
edited this way. Yeah. So, you know, with Andrew is helping with breakdown stuff. Like that's what I'm trying to go over with him. Like, you know, you can't like you need a clean edge here. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the score bug disappears because you brought in the replay. Keep the score bug there. I don't want them to. I don't want them to know that we brought in the replay. I don't want them to know that. Oh, this is the Cubs broadcast. But when he puts the ball on play, yep. now it's the Brewers broadcast. I don't want them to know that. So just leave the Cubs broadcast score bug on top and change the actual broadcast. I mean, like it's it's really, really like nuanced those edits. Yeah, but I don't like when you go watch them on YouTube and you can clearly tell someone edited it. Yep. That's not the point of editing. Editing. Like when you watch like sports videos and, you're, and like you can just be like. There's some sports I have to do it for, so I guess that stinks. But if you can make it so people think you're just talking over a highlight. That's. What you want it to see. Like, oh, that's just the broadcast feed. And then people sometimes always leave comments like, I didn't see the what broadcast are you watching? Where do you get this special footage from? And I'm like, no, it's just the broadcast. I just edited it together. Yeah. So I could do another video. It just might take forever. Yeah. I've posted like time lapses of edits, right? I think not so. that that's a not that that's a master class, but I I think I did. I think I've done that a couple times. John Boy time lapse. Oh, this is Corey Kluber throws a no hitter. The time lapse of that. That's funny. Yeah. So you can see that one. Um, making of the breakdown time lapse. So, yeah, I posted these a bunch. What's this one? Judge hits his 60th and walks off, and then I did. I posted that time lapse. So you can see how much goes into it if you want to watch these time lapses that I posted. Yeah. Um Nick said, Will you be at opening day this year? Apologies if you answered this. No. Opening day, we're doing the our longest live stream ever. Well, winter meetings of 2020. I don't know how long oh, that yeah, was, yeah. but that was pretty long. But yeah, we're going to be on the JM Baseball channel. The Yankees are the first game. So Jake and I will be in like the main chairs. We'll be streaming the Yankee game on JM Baseball. And then when the Yankee game ends, that stream will stay going. I don't know what the next teams are we playing, but like if the Mets are playing, Jolly will be there. All our baseball creators will be around. Jake and I will go to talking Yanks and do the episode. Or actually, we don't do an episode after opening day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could, in theory, stay. That's a good point. Yeah, we do series recaps. So maybe if there's some crazy happens, we just want to do like 10, 20 minutes. We could. Um, but there's games from what? 1 p.m. till midnight? Yeah, 10 p.m. is the latest, I'd assume. Well, unless there's a it's 10 p.m. first pitch West Coast game. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, uh, and we're going to be live in the JM baseball YouTube the whole day. So it'd be like a rotating cast of crews and there's six TVs in there. So we can be watching six games. I think the most games going on at once is six. Nice. Yeah. So we'll be doing that. So that's our opening day plan. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. What was I going to say to you before the show that I said, oh, we'll talk about this on the show. Oh, those British guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone... Actually, I think it was just something I recommended. These two guys, the two British guys that have a channel right now where they're reacting to American sports and they did one of uh, one of my breakdowns. And it's super interesting to see people react, people like people watch my videos. There's another British guy. His name is Ludwig, maybe. Um, <laughs> you casually drop that name. It's like the. Biggest content creator in the world. Oh, so not him then. Oh, okay. But he did it, but he did it once on a live stream. Reacted to your video? Yeah, on a live stream once he watched my breakdown. Yeah. But not right. him, that's how I'm talking about. I don't know. 
like years ago or a month ago? Do not know. All right. Try to find it. Ludwig John Boy. March 11th, 2021. That's crazy. He tweeted at me, oh, I watched all your videos while bedridden from surgery, and I'm showing my chat what you're about. Love the stuff. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That was the, as of, like, until last week, uh, the biggest, the most subscribed to Twitch creator. Nice. Yeah. He just got passed by Kai Sinat. Someone tweeted at me, yo, John Boy, you're getting a shout out from Ludwig with 23K viewers. And I said, what's he saying? And he right. said he was watching some of your breakdown videos, giving all compliments. So, yeah, but that's not the guy, the guy I was talking about. Luke would know the other kid I was talking about that used to react. Uh, I don't know if he still does, but for a while he was a British kid that was reacting to British react John Boy. Lav. Lav Luca is his name. Nice. Lav Luca. Uh, these guys, though, yesterday or the other day, they're called DN. DN reacts. And they reacted to um, the one about the where the guy was tipping pitches. And the Yankees kind of like hammered him, the Tigers pitcher. Right. And I don't know how many people like I always try to make the breakdowns for people that don't watch baseball. Yeah. But not so overt that it's annoying to people that do know baseball. But watching them watch the video uh, was kind of cool because there's things that I don't spell out explicitly, but they were able to catch on. I think they were kind of quick, smart. Because that was a pretty nuanced breakdown of like the pitchers doing fake head shakes and they thought I was joking. That that was like a joke. And not right. that I... Because they were like, "What's he? what do you mean shake? What's he shaking? And like halfway through, they're like, oh, I think the catcher and the pitcher are communicating and those were fake no's. Like they figured it out. It made me realize to probably open it up a little bit more even. Like, don't, like on the main channel, like don't open up the baseball terminology strategy just like a little more for people that have no idea what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. But I also think people like feeling smart. So when you don't treat them like dummies or beginners and they do connect the dot themselves, that's the old movie trick, right? Show, don't tell. Let yeah. the audience figure it out because then they feel smart and they like your movie more. But yeah. uh, but it was cool. You guys should go watch it. DN reacts. And then they said they were going to do more John Boy ones. So that's cool. Nice. Um, They got 8,000 subscribers, but they said that like they did one and then there was a comment that said, do a John Boy video and it got 200 likes and they were like, and that was enough for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I also hadn't watched that video I made about the players tipping pitches in a while. And right. I thought I did a good job. I was like, hey, this was a good video, Jimmy. Got yeah. me in a lot of trouble, that video. Started a big old fight between Katie and I, so... Really? Yeah. Isn't it funny that that's how I associate videos? Is like, yeah. how, did, how did it did it mess with my life? Right. Like the the Angels video with Trout. I was talking to someone, the guy that interviewed me for Cracked, uh, about that. Like the Angels-Mariners um, fight with Trout that I did. Yeah. And that was like a really fun one. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I had to take myself off uh, every other show and meeting for a day took me yeah. 22 hours right <laughs> like that's not how i should remember these things uh the two two of the recent breakdowns both did well yeah back to like it's it's getting to q2 which is when we everything kicks up yeah baseball season yeah 528 from the umpire suspended 465 from baggy jersey it's pretty good yeah and that's just youtube too yeah I think we had some go off other places. Let me see if I can find it. 
Um, maybe not. The umpire one got five hundred thousand on Twitter. Oh wow! Yeah, like that one, and and then the baggy jersey got three hundred thirty thousand on Twitter, and I don't even know Facebook. Probably a lot. Nice. So yeah, they did good. Um. I want to find that Angels Brawl one. Did that do good? It took me a long time. I think it was 16 minutes long. Uh 1.2 million. On uh YouTube. Angels and Mariners benches clear a breakdown. Good title. How long ago was it? Eight months. Damn, that was like the beginning of the season? I guess so. Well, no. That would be like 11 months. It's like three months in. Oh, Punch is throwing a huge ball. 1.2 million. That's a bummer. That's not a bummer. But I thought it would be like a bigger one than. Do you, Do you see think the we breakdown? Should have put the word punches in the thumbnail. Yeah. Did YouTube suppress it? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't put that word in the thumbnail. Yeah, I I can go look on the back end. Because if YouTube suppresses it, it's not going to get views after like the initial push, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's 18 plus only ineligible. Oh, uh, yeah. You look at the analytics, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. I'm curious if it's because of the thumbnail, having the word punches, or if it's just the video. Mm, the word punches definitely tips it off. You have yeah. a better shot of not using that. And the word brawl. So punches and brawl in the thumbnail, both bad. And yeah. then it definitely didn't get claimed right away because in the first four days, it got a million views. Jeez. Oh, so in the next 260 days, it only got 200,000 because YouTube doesn't promote it at all. Yeah. Dude, that's such a kick in the dick. Yep. Yeah. It makes sense. That video should be way higher. Yeah. We got to be better about that, I guess. I think we are. I think we're more cognizant now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try and find one from last year. I have any last year that... Any others that broke a million? Um, scrolling. Karen check, hair check. Yeah. And then, uh, well, this one, this one's very similar. Go look at batter gets clotheslined because clotheslined is in the title. And then, Technically, the thumbnail says bra, but the A is covered up. Yeah, I remember that. That was smart of me. Yeah. I remember that. I remember telling Luke, look what I did in this thumbnail. I wrote bra, but I covered up the A so the auto detection won't find it. I was very <laughs> proud of myself for that. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. Karen check one got a million views in the first four days, same as the Angels bra. Mm -hmm. And then in the next 186 days, it's up to 3 million. Mm. So when you're, and it's not, it's not like 18 only. So that's probably where the angels one should be at, but it's never going on. Anybody's recommended. The only way people are watching that is if they're just letting the, our playlist ride or they're searching it out on yeah. YouTube, which is it's gotten 200,000 views because of that, but it's never being put in someone's recommended or watch this next yeah. because it, it got flagged. So which one did you just find? Batter gets clotheslined. 1.5 million views. So I'm 
I mean, we're looking at the same scenario here, possibly. How do you spell clotheslined? Uh, right close. And no, that ne that never got um. Nice. Not flagged. Everyone, go look at that thumbnail. That was awesome by me. What a smart move. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's like uh his foot or the helmet. Yeah. But that one's that one's trending up still. Oh, good. So in the first four days, because this was November and it's not MLB, it got 660,000 views in the first four days. Mm -hmm. And it's at 1.5 now. And and it's still like slowly climbing up. Cool. There's a little peak here where people are rewinding. It's really, that's a fucked up one where they threw the ball at the head. Um, yeah, so that stinks about the Angels one. Yeah. Somebody asked, could you change the thumbnail and repost? Not the repost part of it. Yeah, you can't repost. You can change the thumbnail and then like request that they like look at it again. Yeah. But once you do that, they're not only going to like do the thumbnail, going to look at everything else and all that. Yeah. Like I have one on here. I was telling Maddie about uh, what is. What's the is it John Birdie? Mm hmm. Yeah. What's that one called? Oh, Anderson, not John Birdie. So it's don't. The thumbnail says, don't tell the umpire to use his blanking eyes. <laughs> this didn't get claimed, but I uploaded it like five. It's also not in a playlist. That's stupid. Baseball playlist. All breakdowns. Change that. It's not. Um, it was a really quick one I did. I remember that. And uh, when I did the thumbnail the first time I did, don't tell the umpire to use his fucking eyes, but I did F at sign hashtag exclamation ING. And it. Uh, or no, I did the asterisk F asterisk 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 ING. And it immediately was like limited claimed. So then I changed it to F at sign hashtag exclamation point ING immediately claimed all that. And then yeah. I, was, I was at that point, I was like, well, let me just test this shit out before changing a thumbnail. So I just did underscore, underscore, underscore ING. And then th their auto sensors didn't take that. Right. So it didn't get claimed. So but that's why you could cover up the words and shit. That's why I haven't been saying fuck in the videos, but the subtitles yeah. doesn't have it. YouTube just announced they're getting they're gonna be more lax with all this stuff. I don't know what that means. Um Tom A said, What countries outside of the US watch the breakdowns the most? Do you want to guess for the last 28 days? I'm looking at it. Um Canada? That's number Mexico? two. Not Mexico. England? That's number five. Um, I can give you hints. One is language-driven and one is YouTube-driven. Japan? No. Language-driven? Yeah. England? Well, the other one. You said England. Oh, Australia. Yeah. Last 28 days, I did a lot of Australian cricket breakdowns. Do you know the other one? It's just solely based on YouTube number, like amount. India. Yeah. Well, that's also, I did a lot of India and Australia breakdowns. No matter the lifespan, those are the five. 365. Last seven days may be different. Japan sneaks in last seven days. Otani. Well, you did the baggy shirt one too. Oh yeah. I didn't do Otani. Yu Chang, I did his I'm gonna do his grand slam. I have it edited, I just didn't say it yet. Nice breaking. You know what the you know what the oh, a wild thing about analytics that I think is funny that I shared with someone the other day, and then we'll probably end this is that um 
like everyone who does wiffle ball content or like their own sports leagues, most of them, MLW, we got ice, the blitz Bowl leagues, their audience is um, mostly 13 to 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Warehouse games <laughs> is not that at all. Yeah. And I know we swear and stuff, but like still you would expect to get some of that audience. Cause that's what the crowd that watches it. Yeah. And then maybe like we should stop swearing or try to tap into that. But warehouse games, our biggest demo, it's not even 18 to 24. <laughs> it's 25 to 35 year olds is uh, 50% of the warehouse games demo. So we're making kids content for adults. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's what we're doing. Like we're playing kids games as adults. Yeah. But I just think it's, it's pretty funny that like, see, that's like a, not an oversaturated or saturated at all market. Like yeah. no one else was really doing that in Blitzball and golf. It's actually really, really popular. Right. And then there's in basketball, it's popular too, I guess. Um, and boxing, uh, you know, content creators became the number one boxers and all that shit. But uh, I, th- I always find that funny. That is that tw- actually twenty five to forty four year old is like sixty percent. The eighteen to twenty is pretty big. Yeah, but usually it's that's kids that watch those stuff. All right, I'm gonna go, Maddie. I got to start editing and yeah, you go living life and all that good stuff. My dad brought over green bagels today. Nice. I might eat that. And oh yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I got a text from my Irish relative Mick, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to understand it. My dad said he couldn't really understand it. (laughs) Okay. Peace and chicken grease. See you later. See ya. That's the end of the show.